and we are live what is going on everybody welcome to the very first live stream on audio architects i am super excited because i have two homies with me today i have ray with hi-fi turtle and danny with is danny okay with bass therapy i take it i'll take it <laughs> what's going on guys i've been well i've, I've obviously bass therapy and i have had lots of interactions and and you know engagement over the past several months but hi-fi turtle dude this is the first time i've met you this is cool yeah, yeah definitely very cool you're coming to us from chicago shy town yeah mm -hmm. right on dude uh do you, you actually want to know something funny i was actually going to mention this to you before the stream but uh, the vintage dot electronics also lives in chicago so if you need some, really? okay yeah if you need some vintage stuff that dude has everything absolutely everything like i am blown away by all like the cool stuff yeah. i remember from my youth because i'm 37 so i'm not terribly old but i do remember a lot of the stuff he posts on instagram i'm like dude i i had that one time or i've seen that one time you know mm -hmm. but yeah that is, that is what it is but um thanks for joining me appreciate it yeah absolutely i'm very excited to be on you guys having a good night yeah Heck yeah i know base therapy is because look what he's got sitting next to him over there I don't let anyone touch it, man. The oh finish is so, it's a fingerprint magnet. My brother was like, can I touch? I'm like, try. <laughs> You're going to lose a finger touching them. I don't even touch them. So my dude, hobby is cleaning them. That's that's the hobby now. <laughs> you got to share with everybody your initial opinion about the R3s because I'm interested in the R3s. I don't know if, uh, Hi-Fi Turtle, are you interested in the R3s? I'm not, unfortunately. What? He already got his dream speakers. He's never changing. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if you've seen my actual system. I've got the Focal Canta twos, or no, it's Canta. It's Canta two. Is it on? Is it on your Instagram? Can I bring it up? Yeah, yeah, it's on. It's on a few. Um, I don't know if I posted okay. it recently. Let's see. Uh, stop me when I get to it. Keep going. I think you got to go a little bit. I think I posted it maybe a couple weeks ago or something like that. Uh, I apologize because a lot. Someone actually messaged me one time and was like. I thought all these speakers were yours. Dude, you're and, an OCAL fanatic. And, and I was like, what do you funny. all these speakers? I'm like, this is over a million dollars in speakers easily. So Yeah. We're getting close. Keep going. Because I post Focal every Friday. It's Focal Friday, and that's when I post my stuff. It's always Focal Friday, dude. Right there. No. There, it is, there it is. The uh, the Tope, uh, the Tope uh, Cantos right there. This one? Yep. That's my boy. That's my, my system. This <laughs> my is, dude, this is very nice. I... I've only heard Focals two times, I think, in the past year, and both times I was very, very impressed. So, yeah, this is definitely, definitely cool. Yeah, people, it's kind of funny. People have commented like and said, like, um, you know, we know you're the, we know you're the Focal guy, and also rocking the Focal Elex right now. Um, but I don't think I'm the Focal guy. You know, I do like the Focals. I own a pair of Focals, mm -hmm. but. You know, there's things that Focal does that upset me, like when they raise the silver price or, you know, I'm not going to, I don't rant and rave about the Utopias. Like, you got to go out, out and buy a pair of Utopias. Hit the lotto, you got to go pair, buy a pair of Utopias. And even like some of the lower end of Focal stuff or some stuff that Focal's done, it definitely hasn't impressed me or whatever. But mm -hmm. 
people, you know, I do the Focal Friday every Friday. So people are like, you're the Focal guy, you know, anything Focal, I don't think he's going to say anything bad about them. Well, I think everybody has their brand. You know what I'm saying? Everybody has, there's some people that are kind of like, like I'm kind of neutral because <laughs> I, I kind of like a little bit of everything, but we all know base therapy. Yeah, you're looking at the number one Kef fan I'm boy a right Kef, there. Man. Kef, Kef. Yeah, we're, we're gonna have to put base therapy in touch with Kef because you're gonna be like, Dude, if I get sponsored by them, I'm done. I'm gonna say, like, by all companies, I don't give a crap. I just want Kef in my life. <laughs> and I'll be honest, I never really experienced Kef until I did the uh, review on the Q350s. And I was even kind of like skeptical because I'm like, okay, what is one driver gonna do? But that dude, that tangerine, um, dome tweeter thing, dude, that spreads out the sound so nice. Gives it a really Close nice sound stage, and it had some bass. And I was surprised because I'm like, oh, it's not that big, you know. Is it gonna have bass? It had good bass. It was clean. I mean, the I did a good review on it. I didn't say anything negative about it. But uh, but back to Hi-Fi Turtle. So Focal is your brand, obviously. Kind of, you know, you you enjoy it. You like it. You like the sound. You know, you obviously, you know, like the the look of the speakers. I mean, who wouldn't? Yeah. You know, Focal is legit. So uh, just to bring up you know, a little bit of uh, background on Hi-Fi Turtle for those of you that don't know him. And you can get to his Instagram, hi-fi.turtle. Uh, I have a couple questions for you, though. Sure. First and foremost, do you, do you own the turtles? Yes. So okay. I, have two, I have two turtles. I have a turtle and a tortoise. So the small turtle is a three-toe box turtle. I got him for my 10th birthday. So we're mm -hmm. going on 17 years with him. Jeez. And Yeah. And then a couple years ago, I got turtle fever and decided I wanted a big tortoise. And so I did my research and I've got my big tortoise. Okay. And, um, but those are my two turtles I've got, and he's a black mountain um, tortoise. So I got and my I've, two, got my two. I've seen them on your, on your Instagram. I think they're rad. I mean, I'm a big turtle fan. <laughs> I you. like turtles. If, if I can have a pet, it would probably be a turtle because I, I've never really had a pet before, so I don't I don't want to mess it up the first go around. So, and the, it'll probably live longer than me. So <laughs> it's a win win. Um, and you've been active on Instagram as far as Hi-Fi Turtles concerned for about five months, and you're already at four thousand two hundred followers. That is incredible. Yeah, it's um, been quite a big growth. I'm I'm surprised. I think you know it's partially in, in thanks to Danny. Mm -hmm. um because you know even before i made the hi-fi turtle page we were talking quite extensively uh, on my private instagram page and i just was like when quarantine started happening when quarantine happened in march i was like you know i'm i'm just gonna go for it like i've always thought about doing like this kind of thing like running a, a speaker or audio focused like page and kind of doing youtube and stuff like that and I just never did it because I was just busy at work or whatever. But when quarantine started happening, I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to go for it and see what happens. And it's been successful. And honestly, like when I had 200 followers, I thought I was like, oh, I've peaked. Like this, this is it. And then it just kept going. And now it's like, so it took two months to get my first thousand. It took a month to get the next thousand, three weeks to get the next thousand. And mm -hmm. the most recent thousand for four was 18 days. And now I'm already at 4,200 after three three days past that. So, dude, you are killing it, bro. It, my growth was a little bit more. Uh, it scaled a little slower, but it was consistent, you know. And eventually, unfortunately, people plateau for a little mm -hmm. bit. So they'll they'll plateau, and they'll have you know 
you know, shorter growth, but then they'll like have spurts. And this is a conversation I was having with uh, Woody Soundup because uh, he lives uh, probably about 25, 30 minutes from me. And him and I were talking about the inconsistency of, of Instagram and the algorithm and all that stuff. But, um, but you know, I applaud you for that kind of growth. Is it's 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 like that's viral almost. You know, like you know, I mean, you, you're gonna you're gonna catch up to 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 base therapy and maybe in no time. You know, that's what I was saying. I'm like, so, I'm scared. <laughs> no, I'm happy. dude. I'm happy for that growth because we need better people growing like that you know what i'm saying like i'm so happy to have seen base therapy come on the scene and high yeah. haven said uh congrats turtle just a just a shout out there he's so yeah. cool i talked yeah. to him today yeah he he also lives uh close by to where i live as well and he said base therapy is my man <laughs> we need he to do a meetup when i go to colorado yeah we're gonna we're gonna we're definitely gonna have a, a powwow for sure we'll how long is like driving distance Oh, from you, probably like five hours, four hours, uh, probably eight or nine. I'm eight thinking, or nine? yeah, eight. maybe. I don't know. You're in the middle of nowhere, dude. <laughs> He's got Wilson audio, though. He's got Wilson. Yeah, Wilson yeah. is like my neighbor, but they never answered their emails. <laughs> they, they won't. Jump that relevant. They won't. Um, and base therapy, you've been doing this for going to be your year anniversary in September. September 27th, man. And you're One at 12,600 12, followers. And this is rad only because the audio community isn't very big. So to have that kind of following on social media is awesome, you know, and this is why, you know, I've been telling you, you know, just wait because companies will start noticing you and the stuff will come, you know, the, the review stuff, the, the opportunity and all that stuff. Uh, especially since you just launched your, your, your YouTube channel kind of for real now, cause I know you did YouTube for a little bit, but now you're kind of getting serious about it mm -hmm. and I'm really happy about that, you know, really, really stoked. So just from, just from a growth standpoint, both of you have done extremely well. Um, I guess all three of us have done extremely well over the past year, but you know, it, it's, it's fun. It's fun to see the growth, you know, it's fun to, that people are liking our stuff because I think that when we select speakers to be on our feed, it's for a reason. You know, I, I, I don't think any, any of us here just pick speakers because they, they look nice or pretty. It's because we actually like kind of like them, you know, or we would, we would entertain buying them or would like to listen to them. You know, whatever the reason is, I, I think that, you know, we're doing a great job with that. Um, Hi-Fi Turtles. So I asked you about the turtles. That is awesome. Uh, and congrats on the turtles. Uh, what is your background in audio? I'm kind of curious. Like what have you worked anywhere audio related or was this something that has just developed over over time? No, I've never worked anywhere professionally or any really any, well, not really in any capacity for audio sales or anything like that. Um, but for me, it's just, um, it's kind of, my, my story here is, is kind of funny because when I got my first iPod in like eighth grade. Um, I, you know, just used the, the iPod buds, used those. And I saw like people that, you know, you could buy a pair of headphones or whatever at Best Buy or Target. And I was kind of like, well, what, why would you buy another pair of headphones as long as the Apple ones work? Mm -hmm. um, like, why would you buy anything else? So then my Apple ones went bad and, you know, the Apple replacements were, I think, like $60 or something like that, something ridiculous. So being like, a freshman in high school, I couldn't afford that. So mm -hmm. I got a pair of skull candies for like 10 bucks from Target. And I thought those were better than the Apple ones. I'm like, there's something here. There's yeah. something, there's something going on. And 
then it you know started becoming oh I'm going to save fifty bucks so I can buy a pair of headphones from Best Buy, and then I discovered the like larger like headphone audio community, and then you know I was still in high school, so I was still buying like hundred dollar pair of Sony's, and uh, I had like a little Fio uh, headphone amp, which mm-hmm. I honestly don't think it made the sound sound any better because I was playing off my phone too, sure. so I was going from the phone to the Fio and then to the headphone, but I was mm-hmm. kind of like just playing the audio file game, like, yes, I can tell the, the timbre in the separation of the instruments is so much more defined and the bass is much punchier and tight, especially <laughs> in the 200 Hertz frequency band. Um, I was definitely playing that one off. Uh, but then I was in college and, um, I upgraded to the sound card that I actually sent Danny, um, to replace his, his, uh, yeah, replace his uh, his broken um, his broken DAC. You know what actually does? It has uh, optical out, so I can use my shit modi now. Oh really? Yeah, okay. that works too. Out. Optical man, I'm so happy <laughs> I'm using it right now. <laughs> you saved my life. I'm so glad that worked out. He's glad that best. worked out for you. Uh, but yeah, I had that set up in college. I still have my Sony headphones, and then I got my first job and. Um, saved up and actually bought a pair of Odyssey LCD twos because I heard how good they were. And much like my turtles, those are still around with me. So oh, wow. I got the original Odyssey LCD two and the Rosewood. Oh, that's um, sick! If you are an Odyssey owner, you need to buy um, you need to buy a bottle of Guitar Honey for Rosewood fretboards and spray it and detail your wood cups every six months. Because everyone says their wood cups crack on the Odysseys, and these are now almost 10 years old, and the wood is still in immaculate condition. Because every six months, spray it with this. Dude, so you just rub that juice on there, and it just gets it all nice and shiny. Yeah, because it's made for it's made for um, guitar fretboards, but you know, right. for any dark wood. So you just spray that on. It's like a, a polish and wood conditioner, so it's great. Uh, but I got those. Uh, I built uh, the um, Bottlehead Sex Amp the tube amp. Uh, I had that for a while. I had a shit, um, Modi for a little bit. Um, then went to these, these are the, the, um, Focal Elex, the mash drop collaboration. Um, got these, I have a, uh, moon or sim audio moon two thirty. The Shut up. Yeah. Shut up. No the, way. the headphone, um, and DAC. And when I bought that, cause I, the, Sex started doing some weird stuff, and I was like, eh, I need to get rid of this thing and, and get something else. And so I bought this, and I said, I'm done. I'm done spending money on headphones. I'm like, I'm done with headphones. I'm like, I'm going to just save it for speakers. And my intention had always been to save it for speakers because uh, in between those kind of episodes of, of buying headphones, um, I had been to a few speaker stores, and it really like blew my mind. I was listening to like Bowers and Wilkins stuff, and I was like, I'm going to save up and buy a pair of Bowers and Wilkins. Like, that was like the ultimate goal. And then I, I finally saved up enough money to the point and bought a house and everything. So I'm like, okay, it's speaker time. And mm-hmm. that's where some really my first pair of speakers is the Focal Canton 2. Dude, that's incredible. And so I kind of like the progression too. Like you started off with headphones and you're like, okay, I'm digging this audio stuff. And then, but the thing is you, you've nailed it with brands every time. Like you've, you've gotten like the good stuff, you know what I'm saying? You haven't gotten, well, skull candy is what it is. But, um, I mean, for someone on a budget, you're in high school, 
you made it happen and you, you said it sounded good, you know, and it does sound better than the Apple stuff. I think, mm -hmm. I, I think Apple is way overhyped and way overrated. Like I, I don't, you know, I've, I've owned Apple products all my life and I've never used the headphones that come with it. Um, so yeah, that, that's kind of where I'm at with, uh, with that, but well, cool, man. Um, I want to kind of give the, the throne to base therapy for a second you my friend uh your flex videos so people are starting i think not starting people know you by these flex videos what made you you know kind of get into doing the flex videos is it something that you enjoyed watching and you're like oh crap i could do that too or, or how did how did it all go down so i actually remembered why am i so addicted to the flexing videos you know like how i love them so much so mm -hmm. when i was like you go back, I was 11 years old. In Brazil, we had these phones that they have like two speakers on the back. It sounded mm. like crap, but <laughs> it's what I could do. And then my mom, she went to Canada and she got the iHome Bluetooth speakers. And then mm -hmm. I couldn't take the grill off to see how it worked. I'm like, what the crap? Why can't I see the woofer moving? So I took the whole thing apart and then I plugged it all in and it worked. And then I could see the woofer moving but it sounded like crap. So I got like an ice cream, ice cream, like the place you put ice cream in. And then I opened a hole and I glued the, the driver on, on it. And it, it sounded like really bad, but the bass was good. And then I was like, I started looking at it and I like kept looking for like a few hours. And then we moved here and then I start, I bought the Vizio soundbar that I have. Mm -hmm. And I took apart the subwoofer and then i started i was 12 man when i took the sub you're, you're a little engineer aren't you no nah, i don't like math <laughs> but dude i like taking stuff apart seeing how it works and putting it back together and then i took the whole visio apart and plugged in some onkyos that i got for free from my friend and then i start watching those and then i bought a subwoofer and then i bought another subwoofer and then it just it grew, it grew from there yeah, I just um, loved since I was a little kid. I, I'm impressed how the things produce sound, you know? Well, dude, I, I remember when I first met you or when I first started talking to you, um, I saw your flex videos and I was like, whoa, like this guy's cool. He posts tons of flex videos and nobody else is doing that. That's you know, where like, I started. Maybe people like me or this. maybe people like me or other, you know, other YouTubers might post a flex video once in a while but you like dedicated your site to flex videos so that's why i'm like well what if i just ask him to make me a flex video and i can post it and i hit you up and i'm like hey can you do butterfly by crazy town yeah on the fluences right <laughs> yeah and the fluences and, and you're like sure and you just sent me, you sent it to me and i was and i posted it and i was like i mean that's just a guilty pleasure from like you know when i was a teenager but uh, i enjoyed it and I appreciate it. And you've always been a genuine good kid, you know, and I really appreciate that. And I could already tell Hi-Fi Turtle, you know, I know you're a, a bit older than um, than Danny, but uh, you guys seem like really, really good guys, you know. And because of that, I, you know, this I think this is a good segue to talk about what happened the other day. So. Um, Can I actually say something first, though, before sure. we go to the that? So Hi-Fi Turtle was the first guy to send me a high-end speaker video. He sent really? me by email. I didn't even know who he was. He's like, uh -huh. oh, I know some old guys are are going to give you crap for this, but here you go, a video of my Canta 2s. And I was like, 
oh my gosh, what is Kanta? What is Focal? <laughs> and then I search it up, I was like, these are four, five grand, dude. What the heck is this dude doing? And then he sent me the videos like, oh, post He's doing it something right. <laughs> I was like so excited for that. That was like my first ever video that I was like mind blown. Like my mind was blown because I never seen a speaker that expensive in front of me. Mm -hmm. And but yeah, let's go to the the situation. Well, I'll, let me break it. I'll I'll break it in easy. But uh, from from HiFi Turtle standpoint, I've I've seen HiFi Turtle's stuff on Instagram, and he is very thorough on his posts. So in the description of the post, he definitely posts like the price of the speaker. He posts some stuff uh, about the speaker, and then he posts a little bit of a an opinion, you know, about the speaker. So whether he's heard it or not, you know. Um, and I think that's cool because a lot of people will comment on my stuff saying, oh, why don't you post specs or why don't you do this or why don't you do that? And I'm like, dude, just Google it. You know what I'm saying? If you like the speaker, Google it. That's my mentality. But I, I've caught myself now like kind of kind of trying to give more information and more opinions. But yeah, Hi-Fi Turtle is probably one of the most non-confrontational people on Instagram where, you know, he just posts nice things, gives nice responses and and that's it. So when I went online the other day and I, and I see that a certain company uh, called Key Audio had responded to one of his posts by, um, I don't know, I don't know if we should bring up the actual post, but I guess we could just talk about it. Um, so he, po so you tell a story, Hi-Fi Turtle, tell, tell us a story and then we'll, we'll go. Yeah. So, I mean, with most of my posts, I mean, they're pretty long winded to be honest, but um you know, I'll, I'll talk to something. I try to post stuff that I can talk to, things I have heard, or maybe I can just talk about them visually, or I can talk about the electronics or something else, whatever it may be. Or maybe this the story of the brand is interesting or the story of that particular speaker is interesting, um, whatever. But so um, it's the Key 3 BXT, which I believe is the only speaker they have because it's the Key 3 and then the BXT is the actual base that has the three base drivers. Mm -hmm. um, it's a really interesting design, and they, they say that it's the most innovative speaker uh, on the planet right now. Um, it's an active speaker. It's got DSP. It's got noise canceling as well with it. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that goes into it. I heard the speaker at Expona. Um, it was really long-winded, the description. Um, a lot of, it was kind of funny because while I was in the room waiting for them to actually play the music, um, the one guy kind of under his breath was just like, shut up and play some music. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, like they're they're getting angry in the room. Maybe the guy should just play the music, right? Um, but eventually, they did play the music, and they played Twenty Four Karat Gold by Bruno Mars, which I thought was just a strange um, selection for the for the crowd. But I mean, I mean, good on him for playing something modern, but um, a strange selection. It just didn't sound good to me. And he was talking all about how the speakers made to sound perfect in any room from any position, no matter where you put them in the room, no matter um what room what kind of room you have treatment no treatment hotel room bedroom concert hall it's going to sound great because that, that's how much engineering and, and dsp and noise canceling and precision that's built into the speaker everything like that and i just didn't think it sounded good at all i thought the bass was just non-existent and the highs were just really um really harsh and you know for forty thousand dollars i was just like no, this is, I, I, I was out pretty quick. So for 40 uh, grand, you expected more. Yeah, so yeah. I, I, was, I was out of the room pretty quick. And, you know, I made the post and I just talked to my experience. I said, this is basically exactly that. That's what happened. And um, 
you know, so it was a little bit of a negative review or like a negative opinion, but kind of just a kind of. I, I don't think it was a really a bad. I, yeah, I, wouldn't, just, I wouldn't have if you would have said that about my speaker that I created. I would have been like, OK, cool. Like, I, I mean, everybody has different ears. Everybody listens to things differently. So I, you know, I, I would have just responded with I appreciate your feedback. We'll definitely take that into consideration. And hopefully uh, the next, you know, the next product might might make you happier. You know, that's the way I would have responded to it. But now you can you can tell us the actually we can you know, the hell with it. Let's bring it up. Yeah, why not? Man. You know? <laughs> yeah. Let's, so let's yeah, they responded. And when I saw they responded, I was like, oh, I'm like, this is the actual manufacturer. Where is, uh, it's this one, right? That one. Okay. The actual so, manufacturer saying saying this, and they're kind of like, um, it's sad that a lot of professionals in the audio industry like our stuff. Here we go. Uh, I'll just read it real quick. The key audio said it's kind of tra- it's kind of tragic that world famous mastering engineers love our system and you think you can judge it without even understanding the concept and only listening to a few bars of music. Um, and there was 11 replies to that. Yeah, there were quite a few replies. It was kind of funny. People were kind of jumping on them, uh, yourself included. Yeah. And, and I think you you answered it pretty eloquently. Uh, you said, yeah, I do think I'm sure Gordon Ramsay has had a few bad reviews of his restaurants too. If you're if you think you're making a quality product, that's fine. And I'm sure people genuinely do like it, but I'm not going to bullshit people acting like I liked it, something when I didn't, and I'm trying to belittle my opinion isn't how you get someone to like you either. And and it really was. They were kind of trying to discredit your uh, any kind of credibility that you have to review the speaker in any way. You know what I'm saying? And that, that's how I felt they came at it. And, um, and yeah, you were definitely littered with, with responses from me included, but I, <clears throat> I came after it from more of a marketing standpoint. That was marketing suicide that they just did, you know, because anybody that sees that, and obviously you have a, a, a nice, uh, you know, uh, you know, base of, of people that follow you, you know, your, your followers are going to see that and they're going to be like, wow, those people are dicks, you know? And I don't know. And there was no follow-up. Was there? They, they did a few couple ones. I think they, they kind of came off with like the, your typical, like, uh, um, they're like, well, have you heard them? Or like to, what other people that were in the, that started commenting, they're like, well, have you heard them? And then they were kind of just like, um, when I said, you know, trying to blow me, like, Oh, we don't really care about your opinion because we're doing just fine. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, that, that's like, true. Okay, I'm like, that's fine. I'm like, good for you. Um, you know, but- there's a way of handling things, and I think that that was handled extremely poorly on their end. Like, whoever is doing their social media does need to kind of take a look at themselves. Now, it could be the owner himself. You know, it could be one of the owners or one of the owner's family members, um, because smaller companies like that kind of keep things in house yeah, many hats um yeah yeah and 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 maybe you just caught him on the wrong day and he had a wild hair and he's like you know what f you like <laughs> if you don't like it you know and that's the problem because these companies we are getting the word out there for them just by posting their speakers by you know supporting the brand you know and, and there was i believe there was a comment on there that you know someone had supported that brand and, and probably won't anymore just because of that so um and, and that's harmful. That's harmful for a company, you know, regardless of whether they're good or not. But um, even if I, I'm sure if Kef 
talk to base therapy that way base therapy probably would not like kef anymore you know what i'm saying he'd be he'd return these and get like <laughs> like something else you know what i'm saying because it's heartbreaking it's heartbreaking when a company would react like that um so oh man yeah i'm yeah. i'm not i was not happy about that at all and one of, one of the things I, I was talking to you in, in, uh, in the DMs is, um, you know, I, I've posted other kind of critical or, you know, slightly negative, whatever, you know, neutral opinions, I guess, on some other brands as well. You know, I, I've said that like the Sonosaur Ida or Aida um, doesn't really blow me away. I've heard it probably a handful of times and every time I want to like it, but I just can't get into it. It doesn't strike me as like an ultra premium speaker like the martin logan neolith or the ride ho d 5.1 you know something like that that's like really high up there in price um like the aida and um and someone commented and said that you know because sonos sonos liked it and and i think mcintosh liked it and like livio uh from uh who's the chief design officer at sonos or the mcintosh group he he liked it and they're like, oh, and I think McIntosh actually shared it on their page or World of McIntosh did someone and someone commented and said, oh, McIntosh didn't, didn't read your, your comment before they shared this. And uh -oh. I said, yeah, you know, maybe they just blind like whatever they're tagged in or whatever. And, you know, just like, oh, you know, if you're some, you tag Sonos, we'll just like it because you're probably a Sonos fan. There's probably not a lot of people on Instagram that are tagging Sonos and saying Sonos bar sucks. Um, but um I was saying, you know, maybe it was a blind like, but honestly, I have met Livio. I've, I've met a lot of guys from the McIntosh group, mm -hmm. uh, I've met guys from Sonos Bar, um, and they're all great. I mean, everyone's really friendly. They're willing to talk to you. They want to talk to you at, at ends. I mean, they're all really passionate and everything. So even if I say something negative or, or maybe say something neutral or say something that's not in like their best, the best light, or it's not some like star studded review of, you know, you got to, if you have $130,000 in your pocket right now, go buy an Aida. Um, they'll still just like it and, and move on or even share if it's a good picture and just say, Hey, thanks for trying it. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I've, I've met them on a couple occasions, uh, last year at, uh, RMAF Rocky mountain audio fest. Uh, I don't know if you've ever made it down here for that show, but it, it's actually really entertaining, really good show. Um, and I know base therapy is definitely going to make it out of here next next year for that one um dude yeah that, that i think that like i said that whole situation could have been avoided but um i think that you're building relationships with all these better companies i guess you can say so it, it's really not you know i don't think key was on your on your radar anyways of, of something you would consider buying in the future so it's really i mean I, you probably posted it just because it's a cool looking speaker and you know it is what it is but I'm actually happy you did what you did because people need to hear the truth. And here's, and this is another segue. So I have a huge issue with YouTubers who would rather pander to the companies that are providing them with free stuff than giving the honest truth. Um, and I'm not going to name any names or I'm not going to point anybody out because there's actually several of them that do this. However, I've come to that, I want your guys' advice on this. I've come to that kind of crossroads where I've heard something I didn't like and I'm thinking to myself, should I just not post anything at all about what I, what I just received or should I actually do a legitimate, honest review and risk 
losing that company as a supporter and a sponsor. Uh, what would you guys do in, in that position? I don't know. My opinion, I just not talk about it because I think the more like I'll, I'll text them privately and tell them about them. Because mm -hmm. when you post it online, people can like twist it and make you look bad, you know. So, but, but what, what if it's a product that someone might be per might be wanting to purchase, and it's just blatantly not good? You know, it, it may not even be my personal ears. Maybe I'll have other people listen to it and they they agree. Yeah, this is a horrible, horrible piece of equipment. Um, at that point, would you wouldn't you want to to let the public know, as a an educator and a YouTuber and a and an influencer? that they may not want to buy that item because of, you know, A, B, C, and D? Um, or would you just, so you, you, base therapy, you would just like not do it at all, right? Yeah, if it was really bad, I'll definitely post a video about it or talk it on my Instagram, but I wouldn't do a video, you know? Okay. If the video is there. I would just do a story, a story you, talking about it. What do you think, Ray? It's a hard balance, and I, I say this, there's a couple opinions that come to mind when other opinions that I know of that, that come to mind for this. Um, one reviewer that I really like is Thomas in Stereo. I don't know if you've seen any of his stuff, mm -hmm. um, but I, I really like his videos, and he has a video specifically about why he doesn't do negative reviews. Okay. And the reason, the kind of the, you can boil it down to the reason why he doesn't do it is if he doesn't like something and it is expensive or whatever, or it's a, you know, otherwise well-reviewed product or um, or other people like it, whatever, he won't put his opinion out there saying that he didn't like it because to him, he, he says there's so many variables when it comes to audio, like room, taste, musical taste, hmm. other equipment that's in the electronics, exactly. It, he's like, if I think it's bad, it may not necessarily be bad. It may just not necessarily be the right speaker for me or the right mm -hmm. speaker for my setup for my room, everything like that. So I don't want to give people the idea that it's bad just because I didn't like it. That's so there, a really good way to look at it. There's an interesting, yeah. that's a really interesting opinion from him. Um, me, I'm more arrogant. So um, <laughs> if I don't like something, I'll, I'll say something about it for the most part. I don't know if I'd make a whole video about it and say, you know, this is just outright bad. Um, there, the other side of that coin I think is like the audio science review stuff from like a mirror. Um, I know people are, are very polarizing when it comes to him. There's kind of like a, um, almost like a cultish, if you will, mm -hmm. following to him, um, where it's like measurements are everything, right? So if mm -hmm. something just doesn't measure well, everyone's accepted this fact and says, this can't sound good. But there's a lot of people in the comments that say like, wow, I own this and I thought it sounded good, but now I see the measurements suck. And now I'm like, I need to go buy something else. Well, see, that's the that's the whole gamble and coin toss about measurements. See, I do measurements on all of my gear and I'm actually dealing. I'm not going to say what product it is, but I'm dealing with a certain product that measured really bad. However, it sounds really good. So at that point, the science isn't backing up the sound. You know what I'm saying? More, more often than not, my measurements are spot on. Like if it's if it if it's like a nice measurement, it's usually a nice product, you know? But for some reason, this this measurement went awry, and I, I have a feeling that you're right. Like people will treat these measurements like gospel, and they'll be like, "Oh my God, this 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 has to be shit." You know, I, I can't I can't deal with this because it, the, it measured bad, even though they may like the sound. 
Mm-hmm. It may totally thwart their whole opinion about the product. So you're totally right, man. I mean, there's so many variables when it comes to not only reviewing, but when it comes to actually like listening and accepting it, you know, I, I don't know. That's, that's wild. You seem to have a good grasp on it though, dude. Like you definitely. So who are some of your more favored uh, YouTubers out there that you, that you trust their, their opinion? So I, I guess this might shock some people, but I don't really indulge in that much like YouTube and content, to be honest, when it comes to these kind of things. And like, I'll read the occasional like stereophile article, but it's not like I'm intently really reading. I kind of just like look at the pictures, read a few things, scroll, 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 click, 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 read mm-hmm. the conclusion. Okay. Let's look at the measurements, scroll, scroll, scroll. Yeah. That looks interesting. And, and move on. It, I'm not really that in, intent to it, I guess. Um, it's hard for me to say like who my like, I guess influence or push over the edges. I think everyone, a lot of people at least got like uh, a kick from Steve Guttenberg. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think like going back to my headphone days, this is also where um, my jilted uh, four days of high school come into play too, is because I think, I don't remember if it was Steve Guttenberg or someone else on CNET. I know it was CNET. And then mm-hmm. he was like the main audio reviewer on CNET. But they had the first review for the Dr. Dre Beats, right? Okay. And yeah. CNET gave them a stunning review. Like, just like, these are the best headphones you can buy. Go and buy them today. Like, it was just, and they were, I think, $400 at the time, something like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for me, poor high school student, um, that was out of the question for me. So I was so upset. And I think that also pushed me towards like audiophile as well. Cause it was like, well, I'm going to buy hundred dollars Sony's and then put this $50 feel amp on it and then take that Dr. Dre. Um, but definitely, uh, definitely back in the day, I would read a lot of CNET reviews. I would read a lot of like the download.com reviews, stuff like that. Um, but nowadays, I mean, as far as actually watching YouTubers, I, I know I've, I've talked with Danny about this. I can't do Z reviews. Um, I tried to watch the Gunnenberg's reviews, but I, some of them are interesting. Some of them. Well, uh, Steve Guttenberg is very long-winded. So yeah. If, if you're ready for like an in-depth CNET review, but just like live, then he's your man, you know? And, and I think his some of his choices and picks are actually pretty spot on. And some of them are like, um, this is more, I don't know. I, I think it depends on the, I think he likes a certain type of music and he picks his speakers to cater that certain type of music. You know, I don't, I don't see him blasting dr dre or blasting some kind of you know hip-hop or edm or anything like that so he's probably not going to pick bass heavy you know speakers and stuff like that but um i i I trust him for the most part you know i trust his judgment Mm -hmm. like i don't know if i've made any purchases based on his opinion but i do share your sentiment about z reviews i find his cinematography to be absolutely nauseating so (laughs) Um, you know, I, I don't know him personally. I don't know. I don't know him personally, but I could just say that there, there, a lot of people do like him and that's fine. You know, like I, I'm, I'm not, I'm no hater, but <laughs> you know, when it comes down to it, I just can't physically watch his videos w- without, you know, having, you know, some kind of episode, you know, or a seizure or something. So <laughs> I, that's where I stand with that. But, but yeah. And also the content and what the, the vitriol that comes out of his mouth is, is not really helpful at all, but cause he gives things bad reviews when it probably shouldn't have been warranted. And I don't know. I've, I've just seen a lot of inconsistencies with his reviews. So 
I don't know. And, and that's another thing, you know, that's, that's something that you're, that people have to rely on your credibility. You know, if, if you're giving shit speakers a really good review, then some, something's wrong there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But honestly, it's, I don't watch a whole, I'm like, you know, I know like new record day is really big. I've not seen a single new record day video. Sorry. New record day. Mm-hmm. Sean zero fidelity. I hear a lot of them from a lot about him from uh, Thomas and Syria cause they're friends, but I can't say I've seen a zero fidelity video. Sorry, Sean. Zero um, fidelity so. are good. I, I always watch his videos, even though I can't afford what he reviews. <laughs> I might have, I might have to start, but I do like, I do like Thomas and I, I like, I don't, I will say I don't watch every Thomas video either. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll watch if he reviews something that looks interesting or maybe something I have heard of before and was, was curious about it. I'll mm-hmm. watch it, but I feel like I can trust him um, from the fact that he has his other friends review it. And um, like his, his friends, very greatly like he's kind of um i mean he's got so many pairs of speakers and everything but his like kind of range of speaker and and uh acumen i guess is in my domain as far as like level of hi-fi but then he's got his friend that's got like the three hundred thousand dollar crazy system with the rhino 4.8s and um he'll have his friend that has the the vintage speakers or have a guy that has a pair of uh focal cantas and um, he'll give the, each of their reviews. And I think in his most recent review, he actually let one of his friends do like a mini review at the end and talk about his experience with the deck that he reviewed. But I like him because I feel like he's also, um, he'll, he's also, he also will just flat out say, yeah, I bought this because it said it made the sound, it said it's going to make the sound better, but I can't say it does or not. I don't know. <laughs> and I'm kind of like, you know what? I'm like, I'll take that. I'll, I'll take a, you put it in your room and you say, I don't know if it honestly made it better or not, because that to me is better than just trying to, you know, better than, better than me in high school with the $50 fee. I was saying, ah, yes, I can hear the, the, the extenuated highs that we were missing prior to this wonderful amp. Right on. Do you, you're getting some, some compliments here, bro. Hi-Fi Haven says turtle is interesting. Um, Dude, it has been an interesting conversation. I, I you know, when when base therapy told me, dude, you got to have Turtle on on the on the show, and I'm like, I'm like, dude, what's he all about? You know, I didn't know, I, I didn't know if you were like a, a 90 year old guy or a, a 10 year old kid. I didn't know what the, who the hell you were. I thought, I thought so, he was 40. <laughs> that's what that's what Turtle was telling me before the the thing. But um, you know, uh, dude, I, I'm I'm enjoying this because you do have a a nice you're well-rounded when it comes to audio, you know, uh, I, I don't think you're an audio snob, you know, how some people come off, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, in bass therapy, you, you're, you know, now really sinking your teeth into the YouTube. Um, I personally just started my YouTube two and a half, three months ago. Um, and I know you and I are probably suffering from the same, um, obstacles, you know, which, which is, um, we're now a part of a community that is mixed with toxicity, uh, mixed I'm with ready. Um, dude. Yeah. Mixed, mixed, on Reddit, I just lose my crap. It's just, it's, it's mixed with a lot of things, bro. It's mixed with toxicity. It's mixed with, uh, you know, very judgmental people, but at the same time, there are also good people out there, which hi-fi turtle named several people that are, that are decent human beings that, that sure. do what we do and that have been doing it for a long time. You know, um, obviously audiophiliac, uh, Steve Guttenberg, he's been doing this since before any of us were born, you know, he's, he's been into audio. So, uh, dude, I, what has been okay? So, how many videos are you in now, Base Therapy? You, you've done what two or three reviews in the past few weeks, right? 
Yes, I have. To, I still have to do the flounces or threes, and that's it. Or the I I don't know if I'm gonna do the modified edifiers, but mm -hmm. I might do them because it's not really a review because no one can get it, or they can and change the woofer. But I don't know. I'll, I'll just do it for fun. Now th this is this is where I kind of disagree with a lot of people that do this. Is I I do this for I do this because I like doing this. I don't do this for the money. I don't do this for the fame. You know, I do this because I've been into audio since I could walk. You know, I, I, I was lucky enough to be blessed with a brother that's 10 years older than me and got me into hi-fi right off the bat because he would spend all the money he would make on a summer job and buy like the new techniques, you know, the new the new stuff, exactly what you're doing, base therapy. So he, I had I'm that. broke because it's <laughs> yeah. all their fault. I, I, I had at least had that to to grow my, my, um, you know, my foundation in audio. And then I was lucky enough to work for companies like circuit city. Um, I worked for Best Buy, uh, and I, you know, those two, yeah, they don't sell super high end stuff, but it was also a good foundation. Cause I did that when I was 18, you know? So with, with that background and just kind of trucking along, I've been able to have fun with this. You know what I'm saying? I enjoy, reviewing speakers because I enjoy music and I enjoy hearing them and I enjoy having fun with them. I don't just like have them just to have them, you know? So, and I think that's what kind of separates us from a lot of other YouTubers too, is because a lot of other YouTubers are just doing it for the free stuff. And, and I don't think that is a, a good, I don't think that's a good thing, man. I, I don't, that doesn't make me feel good. It doesn't make me want to be that person's friend. You know, if you're just doing it for the free stuff and you don't want to do it for uh, you, the love of the hobby, you know, because this is a hobby, you know, it's an expensive, it's a freaking expensive hobby, but it's still a hobby. And as Hi-Fi Turtle knows, it is an expensive hobby because he has a excellent pair of speakers. Um, I'll catch up though. I'll catch but up. Dude, so base therapy, I, how do you feel? How do you feel about all this? How do you feel about this? this community so far tell me tell me your thoughts without mentioning any names i want to know how you feel about the community thus far and how you've been treated in the community so i had a few experiences with like big names i won't mm -hmm. talk about it but they they were cool but they're not that cool you know and with the like it's just like hard to explain without getting into it but be careful with who, who you get around with because they can, like, if you get around the right people like Ray and Mike, you can get, like, really good friends. And if you mess with the wrong people, you can just pull you down, you know. But the community on my Instagram has been really cool. I never mm -hmm. had a problem on the comments and stuff. But if you go, like, on Reddit, Reddit is the worst place. Don't go there. <laughs> like, if you post anything, they'll delete your post and say, you didn't follow the rules. And then you look at the rules, and the rules are, like, Oh, if you want to post something, you have to do a review. It has to be plugged in. It has mm -hmm. to, like the rules are just so stupid. I don't know who runs these groups, but they're retarded. Well, you, obviously, because, you obviously haven't been to AV forums. That's even worse. <laughs> no, go to Reddit. I I had a fight yesterday with like the whole. Why are you fighting people Reddit. on Reddit? Don't fight people no, on Reddit. I posted no, no. these on the budget hi-fi thing, and they're like, "These are not budget." I'm like, not. Uh, "If my they're budget, absolutely not budget." And then they're like, "No." Budget speakers are like $300 less. 
but then then you guys should call the group three hundred dollars less because <laughs> not budget because if you're gonna talk about budget, everyone has a different budget. And then I start calling names. I was like, you know what? You know what? F you, F you, F you, F you too. Like, I'm you out. Know, you're jealous. <laughs> cry, baby. Go cry to your mom. Stop like freaking. Dude, I'd go pissed. If you go there, I, I don't think the posts are there because it just uh, said F we'll, you to we'll everyone see, in the group. We'll see a, a path of destruction that base therapy left through throughout Dude, Reddit. Dude, if you go there, you're going to be like, that's not base therapy because I was pissed. Everybody, dude, Danny, everybody has their breaking point, you know, and depending on how you're treated is is a, a good example of how you're going to react. Yeah, you because know? you're like, you're flexing. No, I'm just saying I got a good deal and I'm getting into high in audio. Why can't you? People, like, people, you don't, people don't know you like we do, though. People don't know you like we do. So to them, you, you, you could have been flexing, but I know you're not. I know you are genuinely happy and proud to own those speakers. Yeah, I'm working my ass off for these. It's not like, oh, how I do they, hey, how do they, how do they sound like speakers? Way? Check. How do they sound, by the way? Dude, when I first plugged them in, mm-hmm. there was like zero bass. And I'm like, come on, <laughs> where's the bass? And then I start pushing them closer to all and then closer to all. They're like a, a, a hand from a wall and now they're sounding great. And people are like, push them farther away from all. I'm like, but they, you took they the, don't you have took bass. You took the out of the porthole, right? Yeah, but I have to do the measurement. The measurement is important, but... This board is weird, dude. I, I've heard oh, I heard yeah. the R3s are not bassy speakers. No, they're like really – the bass is clean. It's mm-hmm. like really clean. I was impressed. But you have to push them really close to all or else you, you won't get anything. And then that was the only thing people were telling me today when I post the videos. They're like, pull, pull them farther away. I'm like, but then there's no bass. And it depends on who is me it, without bass? It depends on when you're sitting in the room though. So what I would do is I would I would do it two different ways i would have them the way you have them right now and then walk around your room while you're playing music and see how it sounds and then pull them away from the wall because realistically with a with a back with a rear port you're supposed to pull them away from the wall a little bit so if you pull them away from the wall just walk around your room and find that sweet spot and then once you find that sweet spot you plop down a freaking chair and that's where you're listening to music but um they're really good off axis off axis is where okay. they have the most bass I'm telling you, dude, those things are strange. I had the same experience with the Q350s. They're just, it depends on where you stand. You can hear like just some really deep. And these are hard to make it, make them image. Like the Q150s, I put them in image. Voice Mm -hmm. coming from the middle, great. These, I put them facing forward, no voice coming from the middle. I tilt them, no voice coming from the middle. I'm like, bro, what are you doing? And then people Mm -hmm. are like, it's your amp. And I'm like, all right, I'll see if I can find a better amp. So I'm looking at some amps. Mm-hmm. I might get something, but it's getting hard, oh. dude. This this hobby is milking me. It's like I, I, I just give me all your money. <laughs> like duh. I'm mailing out uh, your your gift tomorrow. Um, so that I'm way you can do a review least, on that. <clears throat> that way you can yeah definitely do a review on it because it's still available online and it's it's a good little amp. I use it for my computer setup. Um, I was gonna here. buy that. Actually, yeah, it's 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 a it's a good the uh, yeah a Mika Mika makes a good amp, so yeah I'm gonna send you that tomorrow. And it's Mika, it's not Mika. Mika Mika tomato tomato. Um, <laughs> I thought it was Mika. I thought Mika then my, whatever. <laughs> but, um, I I do want to ask Ray a question because uh, we are kind of getting to that one hour point, but when I heard the focals I, I forget which model they were but they were they were the big ones they were the big daddies you know uh i was at listen up av and um 
in uh, Denver. And the bass is very, very precise and punchy, but it's mm-hmm. not deep. Hey, no. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. it, it just it hits so hard you could feel it. It has a very tactile, like really beautiful feel to it, but it doesn't go too low. You know, it doesn't like, you know, but for EDM, I had the guy play an EDM song, bro. It was boom, boom, boom. Nice, tight, really precise bass. Is that how you would uh, describe the, the ones you have? I would say so. Um, it's a little bit different. I think you're probably talking, it's like really big, right? So you're probably talking about the Utopia series. Yes. I, I, yeah, because I've heard the Utopia series, and I would I would agree with that. It's not. I would say the bass is like being pelted of coins, if you mm-hmm. will. Um, it's very quick, accurate, pinpoint. You know, you can do a lot of different things with that. Where, you know, you think about bass and maybe another capacity, like if you put like a a sixteen inch sub or something like that in your room, or dual sixteen inch subs, you're hit, getting hit with like a shockwave. Right. Like, it's just one big overwhelming sense of bass versus a very precise pinpointed hit quick hit done hit done hit done and it's real i mean it's lightning fast it really is lightning fast on the on the utopia line um but versus versus mine i think it's it's very much the same um i like to read white papers because i don't you know like i was just kind of saying before measurements eh, but i like the white papers and like focal is um uh, particularly good at this about comparing like because they use such exotic materials, right? They use the beryllium and the, um, they got the flax cones, they got the dirt W cones. So they've got these white papers out that say like, well, here's how compare, here's how our beryllium cone compares and, you know, speed and rigidity and all this compared to an aluminum cone, compared to a tin cone or a, a titanium cone or tweeter uh, versus aluminum magnesium composite and then all this other stuff. So. The flax is kind of like in the which versus like the W cone is less or it has a less propagation of sound, mm-hmm. but is almost as rigid as the W cones and ha- is more lightweight than the W cones, I, I believe. Uh, mm-hmm. So more efficient. Um, but it's the same kind of thing. And the the Canta, the first time I heard it, I thought it was a really bright speaker. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ooh, I, I don't really like this speaker. And I heard it a couple more times. And I'm like, okay, I'm like, there's something more here that I'm just not getting out of this speaker. And I kept experimenting, kept experimenting. I didn't end up buying them. And even after I bought them, I was still experimenting a lot, experimenting with the room, everything like that. But now I've got it to where I, I think I'm really happy with them. I think that it's, it would be really hard to get more out of them at this point. But it is very, it is a good amount of bass. I actually think it's more bass than the like if you even go to the utopia line but it's not as precise it's not as tight but it's still i mean it still is very tight and very precise but it's just not um you know it's like comparing the hardness of of like an aluminum can to the hardness of a steel beam you know they're both metal they're both really hard you know someone hits you with an aluminum baseball bat you're gonna get hurt pretty bad you know, if you drop them on their heads. Yeah, if you drop a little baseball bat on someone's head, it's going to hurt them a lot. If you drop a steel baseball bat on their head, it's going to hurt them a lot too. But you know, it's kind of that kind of difference. Like there is a that there is that difference, but it's um it's very similar. We got a pretty good uh, comment here. Um, Hi, Fi Haven. I am jazzed to see young guys so into audio. Um, and, and that's something I guess we can touch on right now is the misconception that audio is only for 
older, older, like 35 and up, you know, or 40 and up. Um, now there is some truth behind that because when I look at all my analytics on YouTube, on Instagram, on everything, the heavyweight is between, I think, 35 and 45. That, that, that's, the, that's the main, uh, you know, concentration of, of, of people. And it's, it's a very heavy in the male industry, you know, heavy, 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 um, demographic is male. So most of my, you know, demographic is like 96% male, which thank you to the 4% of the ladies out there that watch my, watch my stuff. But, um, well, how do you you guys feel about that? Uh, either one can answer. Uh, How do you guys feel about this being a very male dominated industry? And do you think that, um, this could, there could be an opening for, uh, the female domination in the industry and how would you guys, well, how would you guys go about, uh, propositioning that? Do you want to go first or do I go yeah, first? I'll go first. That's All fine. Right, go first. Uh, I, I made a kind of a comment on this when you had Melbourne Hi-Fi Chick on mm-hmm. uh, that, you know, for years, you know, there's a lot of jokes in the audiophile community, like the wife acceptance factor and stuff like that. Sure. But, you know, a lot of audiophiles will kind of let it slide off and say, you know, it's harmless or whatever. But I think it, it sends some negative connotations that like women just don't get hi-fi or they don't like hi-fi or whatever, for whatever reason. So... You know, I think it discourages them, too, and they don't feel like they belong. And, two, I feel like there's a little bit of gatekeeping. And coming from – I'll give you another example from a community that is, you know, 90-plus male as well, which is the metal community. You know, shout-out chemists, my boys in the new metal community. There you uh, go. But I'll take that, for example. And I probably – I can't tell you how many concerts I've been to, and there's, you know, some drunk guy there that was like, where's the metal chicks in the metal? Why is it always – dudes at this concert and, <laughs> you know it's like but you see a girl that's in the metal or whatever and it's like name every member of metallica name the original morbid angel lineup right oh you know? so name, name off your top 10 favorite Burzum songs and so what you're saying is that when you, we do see a, a girl in the in the industry no, seriously we have to test her credibility yeah, they, they, they want to make, they're like, oh, they're, they're just doing it for whatever. But, you know, I, I, I don't know what it's going to take. I think it's bad to spec. I really think it's bad to speculate on what's, what it's going to take, especially being male and everything like that. Um, I don't think that anyone can provide the answer. And I think that there's a, a long term, like, whatever to, to solve that, I guess. Mm-hmm. But honestly, I think that the best thing that anyone can do in the audio community is just be open. And if you find someone who's, genuinely interested in, in high-end audio, you know, accept that they're into high-end audio. Maybe it's a brand that you don't like, or maybe they're the only hi-fi store they know is Best Buy. And to you, that's like a cardinal sin. But if they're enjoying the music and everything, I think all you can be is cordial with them and be nice and, you know, don't focus on the negatives. Sure. Well, I really enjoyed, just to, just to reiterate, uh, I really enjoyed my time with uh, Melbourne Hi-Fi Chick. Um, I think Vicky is absolutely amazing. Uh, she is kind of starting out in hi-fi, so she's learning. and But I think she's learning rather quickly. I think it's awesome that she has she does have access to a hi-fi store where she can learn more. And she's really getting into it, you know. And that's why I, I was interested in doing the waterfall video with her. I don't know if you caught that one. Yeah. Um, I <laughs> The waterfall speakers intrigue me 
You know what I'm saying? Because I've never really, I mean, I've seen things like that, but I, I've never seen a company just put it out there and be like, okay, this is what we're doing. You know, this is, this is, we're focusing on glass speakers. So I was more kind of interested in to see like how, what she felt about it. Um, that's why for the most part, I wanted to allow her to speak freely about, you know, how she felt, I, uh, you know, and that's the thing when I know people are new and I'm, I mean, I'm, I don't trust me. I don't know every single audiophile term out there, so I'm not trying to trip up anybody. I'm not trying to uh, pretend like I'm smarter than anybody because we're always learning in this industry. There's always some kind of technology or some kind of you know terminology that we don't know. You know that, and then um, I'm kind of I kind of get disillusioned when people try to kind of uh, play it down like you don't know what you're talking about just because you don't know a certain thing about a certain speaker you know like when i started i didn't know what impedance was i didn't know what sensitivity was i didn't know what any of that shit was you know i i learned as i went along and now i, I have a good you know foundation but i think it's all about helping one another you know and i think that i really value uh, you turtle because you've been teaching um danny down here right where is he right Danny right there, you've been teaching him a lot, man. And he really looks up to you. And I really appreciate that because to me, that, that kid's like a little brother to me, you know, mm -hmm. I, I, I take care of him and I want to protect him against all the, the evils that are out there because there's plenty of evil to go around in this industry. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if you know this, but I, I, I brokered the deal for his R3s. Yeah. He helped me. If Did you really? Him, yeah. Man, Hi-Fi Turtle is like, he's the best. Mike Tuba. Hi-Fi Turtle, uh, we talk like every day, me and Hi-Fi Turtle. Now, now you're making me jealous. How much man. we talk. <laughs> I'm going to start, I'm gonna have to start messaging you once a day now. Dude, um, you can. If I'm working, I'll just, you can FaceTime me and I'll, I'll be working just texting you. Dude, this guy's OG right here. Been into Hi-Fi since 1975 when I was 14. He's um, an OG. <laughs> he knows. Oh, man, look who's in the house. Look who's in the house. Gzilla is in the house. The evil. The evil. This is where you insert the Chris Brown lyric. I don't see how you can hit up from outside the club. <laughs> you can get it. Um, Lego. Dude. Uh, and I have, uh, and uh, you know, I'm going to leave it at this because we're at our one hour mark. But because um, I do want to continue this conversation uh, soon. Uh, I want you guys back on my on my channel. Um, I have a lot to thank to, uh, Giles because he really took me under his wing. You know, he's taught me DIY. He's taught me, um, a lot of stuff that, you know, I wouldn't have known otherwise. And he has protected me against the evil that is out there. So I, I have a lot to him to thank for him because he's been a, he's been a good friend and he's been a good person. So, um, I, do enjoy our Tuesday live streams. And I would love to have you guys on one of those as well. So that way, uh, Giles can definitely get his, uh, his word in. Um, but yeah, man, thank you guys so much for being on the show. I hope that this was a fun conversation for, for, for both of you. And I think it was a pretty successful first live stream for me, you know, yeah, um, right. Looking like just, just let him speak, dude. He got, I, I, I told Danny, I said, you got to put me on a time limit because if you just let me go, I mean, we could have a 24-hour stream where I just go. No, I, no that's I, what dude, I tell him. I'm, like, I'm going to put you on the Senate to filibuster, dude. <laughs> no, I told Hi-Fi Turtle, you know, you know why our relationship works? Because you talk a lot. I don't talk a lot. And I just listen to you. And when I speak, it's just questions. 
I'm just like, what's this? And then he's talking, 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 talking. So <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you guys think like you're my wife grown in the other room in a little bit. She's watching live. She's like, oh my God. <laughs> you guys think I mitigated this pretty well, I hope. Um, no, that was pretty cool. That was pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, it was great. So tomorrow I'm dropping a huge, uh, a huge bomb. Uh, it's going to be a new web series that I created. It's called The Quest for the Best. And this is going to be the subwoofer edition, which is going to be a five episode run. So uh, and I know when people hear the quest for the best, they're thinking, okay, is he doing like the best subwoofer brand? Is he doing the best subwoofer all around? So what I'm doing is I selected a subwoofer that doesn't have to be necessarily what I think is as the best, but I selected a subwoofer from every category. So I'm going to have a ported, a sealed, a passive radiator, a down firing and a DIY. So I'm going to do all five of those. And I'm going to basically explain the benefits, advantages, and possible, you know, maybe hurdles that you can have with each one. So that way people can select the best subwoofer for them. So the platform itself is probably geared more towards the the beginner or the person that's kind of trying to figure out what subwoofer would suit them best, depending on their budget and, and their, and I'm going to have subwoofers from every budget, from every, you know, every realm. So hopefully it'll resonate. Hopefully it will be a, a hit. You know, that's kind of what I'm going for, but um, hopefully you guys will be entertained by it and watch it. And it's, uh, it's definitely going to be a, a fun thing. Cause it's something I've been wanting to do. I, I want to be able to educate people in a certain, in a fun way, you know, where it's not like boring, you know what I'm saying? So, um, but yeah, yeah, that's, that's what, what I got going on. What do you guys got going on? Base therapy What your, your next uh, video is going to be the R3s. Dude. hell yeah but i want to like do a review with a cheap amplifier amplifier and then get the 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 good the good amplifier and then do a second review so yeah like, we'll do one with the one I, I do one with the one i send you and then do one with an actual receiver a two-channel receiver you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. so that way you get a feel for because the one i'm sending you is what uh, 100 watts max so 50 watts per channel so it's not it's not going to drive those to to the moon and back so if you get something nicer maybe an ab a class ab like like the one i have the yamaha right here dude it's like 500 bucks and it's a it's a class ab and it sounds good enough now i'm looking for something like i, I was talking to simply stereo and they mm -hmm. might give me the peach tree nova 150. do it that's do what it I, that's peach what we are talking about because if i sell my car for like 800 bucks i'll just do you're selling cars you're selling computers you're just selling everything just to get more audio stuff dude. yeah dude i want to get like really into it, it it's just, time to get you some sponsors bro i think but yeah but I, I don't know how to like make friendship with them you know i need to start going to these things but i can't really go you know well i <laughs> think high five turtle and i can can help you out but um like i said turtle dude thanks so much for for every all your input tonight dude, you're a very well educated man and when it comes to pretty much everything so <laughs> i definitely want you back on the show um before we go is there anybody that has any questions any die hard questions that they need to ask before we end this uh this segment um eddie tours said svs yes one of the subwoofers i am reviewing is the svs sb 2000 pro and I actually am going to be wrapping on that tomorrow. And that will be on uh, my channel probably in two weeks, in a week or two. I'm not sure, depending on how long it takes me to do my DIY video, because I am working on the uh, the hammer. I don't know if you saw that turtle, but I'm doing my first DIY build uh, with Giles. And 
so far so good. Um, we're, we were just waiting on uh, some paint. And now that we have the paint, I think we're going to finish it up tomorrow. And then uh, hopefully I'll be listening to it by Saturday. So yeah, it, it, it'll be, that'll be another one. Um, dude, Herman, you're so late, dude. You are so late. Like oh, guys, <laughs> up, guys, dude, you were like, we're almost over, dude. Um, anybody else with any questions? Let me see what we got here. Let me see if we have any questions before. Um, audio family, if you're still on, what is the best, uh, I'm guessing best buy cheapest six and a half inch speakers for a truck. If you're going to go six and a half inch speakers for a truck, I would probably do JBL or kicker. I would do some infinities. I like the way the infinity Kappa sound. I don't know. What do you, turtle? Have you had any experience in infinities? No. And as far as like car audio, I got nothing there. Unfortunately, that's the, the one spot I'm lacking. Yeah, I, I, I do. I would do some infinities. I've had infinities in the past. They've always been good. Um, peerless by Tiffany. Do you guys know about it? Are you, I had tweeters from them, but yeah, I have some tweeters too from them and, and they're not bad. They're little silk dome tweeters, but they're, they have some good stuff. I wouldn't say they're a terrible brand. They're if you're going DIY, DIY, yeah, if you're DIY if yeah. tweeters and go like SB acoustics drivers, the bass drivers, they have a lot of options. And you, SB acoustics, you can get a lot of their stuff on Maddie sound. Yeah. Um, Robbie, I'm so dumb. I was trying to subscribe to Hi-Fi Turtle on YouTube. I could not find him. That's because <laughs> yeah. he's not on YouTube. Not yet. So I do have the link in my link tree on, on, on Instagram, but I'm not active yet. I don't have any videos. That's supposed to come soon. Uh, I did buy a camera. I got the lighting and everything, uh, but the camera's now backwards, so I don't know when I'm going to get it, unfortunately. It's a Canon, so um, if you didn't see, Canon got hit with a huge ransomware attack this week. Did they really? Yeah, the, yeah, they got hit with a. It's the I think it's the Maza ransomware. It's the one that's going around. It's really big. Correct. Um, it's like the COVID computers. Yeah, they they claim they stole over ten terabytes of data from Canon, and they're holding them ransom for millions of dollars to get the data back. So I don't know. I don't know if Canon's you know halting production on some of their stuff, and that's why it's backward. But God. Uh, yeah, Canon got hit by a huge ransomware attack this week. So you're going Canon for camera. I used to I used to roll Canon when I was doing DSLR. Um, mm. I love my my Canon, but now that I'm doing uh, mirrorless, which I never thought in a million years I would do. However, the video quality on mirrorless is really nice, and I went with the uh, the one I'm actually filming with right now is the one I suggested. Base therapy get it's the Panasonic G7 because it's a very budget friendly 4K camera, mm. and it's a lot of bang for the buck. Okay. Now, yeah. what I use on a normal basis for my uh, actual videos is the, what do I have? The X-T30, uh, Fujifilm X-T30. And Giles uses the X-T3, which is like the big daddy version of that. So <clears throat> I, I like the Fuji. It gets hot because they've packed a lot of information and a lot of like technology into a small little form factor. But, you know, for the price, I think I paid like, dude, I found a super good deal on eBay for like eight or 900 bucks. And I'm like, I'm jumping on it, you know? But uh, yeah, if, if, if base therapy, if you're looking for an, a good starter camera, I would do the G7. Um, I've heard great things about Sony. Sony has some really awesome stuff, especially in the in the um, full frame. You know, yeah, the problem with the iPhone is that it can't focus on black speakers and the glossy finish. So like when it's doing the 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 effect of blurriness on the back, it mixes mm -hmm. with the speakers. It looks so bad. So it takes me like 
six photos to get one good one. So it's taking me like way more time to take pictures with these speakers than normally with white speakers. It works great, but most of my speakers are black. So it just always mixing, mixing. I'm like, dude, Apple, what the freak? Yeah, dude, you can only get so much out of a, out of a phone, you know? Um, it, it kind of is what it is. I like the quality. I know you're on your phone right now, but I like the quality that you have going right now. That's not bad. You know, it does it does a good job. But yeah, capturing those colors, capturing that information, it just doesn't have the space for an actual good, you know, uh, focal lens. Yeah, yeah, it just doesn't have it, dude. But yeah, I mean, these these iPhones, everybody thinks they're they're a photographer now with the iPhone. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm just yeah, kidding. This is my first foray into camera. My photos on my iPhone get more likes than yours. I I, oh, I, dude, I totally. I totally agree, especially lately. Like my likes have been in the in the. People tube. like my photos. I'm like, I didn't even like the one the that I took of my Q150s. It was like orange and teal. People mm-hmm. loved it. I'm like, dude, it's kind of tilted, and there's this and that, and people are like, dude, I love it. I'm dude, like, okay. <laughs> what, what did you think of that LS50 pick I posted today? Dude, that was good. Yeah, I I, like, I, I, I'm I jealous. That QAV man, that QAV is really cool. It's a really cool store. So. I'm definitely going to be doing a lot of stuff with them here soon um, as far as a lot of stuff goes. But right on. Well, thank you, guys. I don't think we have any more questions. We don't. Um, All right. So I definitely want you guys back on soon. Thank you so much for joining me for my first live stream. And um, just stay for a a quick convo after I uh, hit the leave or the broadcast so thank you everybody for tuning in make sure you tune in tomorrow morning at 9 a.m mountain time for my newest video the quest for the best subwoofer edition episode one thanks again guys for joining me uh and we'll see you soon yeah thanks for having me thanks for having me too